0: Living Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver. I'm Tasha Sims, and you will never guess who's here tonight. Who? Who? The prodigal son has returned. <laughs> Andrew Resmer, you really do exist.
1: I. Mark how, and I took over. How, we we how sabotaged everything. Real Andrew I haven't seen him ever.
0: You're his doppelganger. <laughs> Are you his clone? Clone. Okay, listen. So Mark and I came up with this thing that we do called Good News. And Mark is here too, by the way. He's just yeah, behind I'm, I'm the I'm glass. Right oh, good. You can talk through Absolutely. the glass. You're magic. I know. And you talk about good news. You just took my good news. My good news was, guess who's here today? <laughs> <laughs> was, and that was your girl, girl today, tonight's segment is good girl news I know but it's good girl news because I know how Andrew honors the divine feminine so you
1: know he's a great example that way
0: we've got music playing underneath just so you know there we go so a little bit of good news For me? For women everywhere. We just got tired of bad news, so we're doing good news. Let me do one, and then you can do yours. Okay, for the first time in history, the world's most prestigious mathematics prize is being awarded to a woman this year. The Abel Prize is being given to 76-year-old Karen Uhlenbeck for pioneering achievements in geometry and mathematical physics. So it's like the Nobel Prize, but for math. And what I love about that is she's an advocate for um, equality in gender and role modeling for women in the sciences and, and in math, which is you know predominantly a male field. So that to me is good news.
1: It yeah. is your turn. Not only for you, it's for the world. My good news is I found the most beautiful, most wise, most uh, conscious, uh, loving uh, partner.
0: Yay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and we're also happy. Yeah. And that is super good news.
1: It is amazing
0: news. And her you can tell them her name.
1: Amy of course There Everybody you go knows, like, <laughs> There's only one The most beautiful Most <laughs> wise Most compatriots And <laughs> And she's listening right and
0: now And she's listening And, and looking of course. Yes <laughs> Okay our last piece A 50 year old Australian woman Named Heather Swan Set the record For jumping out of a plane At 12,000 feet She also broke the record For the highest base jump In a wingsuit After jumping From Mount Meru Which is the sacred mountain West of Mount Kilimanjaro And um also broke records at the Grand Canyon. So that, to me, is good news because extreme sports typically don't feature women at all. So, mm-hmm. do you know what a wingsuit is? Have you mm-hmm. ever seen yes, people yeah. do that? Yeah. It, you look like a box kite. You're just floating. You jump out of a plane and you, you're not diving, you're mm-hmm. floating, and it's just for the landing you get that extra yeah. sail thing yeah. to navigate. Yeah. I don't spirit. know if you
1: remember, Tasha, but we actually interviewed long time ago one of the best uh, movie makers here in Van- in Vancouver, uh, Mr. Peter Krzanowski, who is now specializing in, in doing videos. He actually was one of those guys who would put the camera on his head right. uh, some on his legs and he jumps from the right. either plane or a mountain and floats, floats on it's, it's so cool incredible. to watch
0: it's, I know yeah.
1: well, and,
0: and you know what tonight is good news because we have three women on the show I love it our whole topic is about the feminine um, our guests are Julia Kovacs Lisa Chan and Paula Castelli. hopefully I pronounced it right Good, I got an okay. They've got an event they're inviting you to called Explore Your Yoniverse, June 14th. An all-ladies educational party exploring the intimate art of sacred sexuality. Let me introduce them to you. julia has been studying energy work for over 30 years. Currently works in the realm of sacred sexuality as an intimacy coach. She works with both men and women, helps people overcome past conditioning related to intimacy, and empower themselves to live life orgasm. Cosmically. Lisa Chan holds an MBA in entrepreneurial management. She's the founder of Truffel, a company on a mission to enlighten cannabis-curious women to be Liberated in their sexuality, her own curiosity led her to experiment with herbs and chocolate as an a- as an aphrodisiac, and she loves to educate and share tools that reignite feelings of intensity and intimacy for people. And finally, Paula Castellian, she's got a degree in psychology and MBA from UBC. She's been a businesswoman with numerous forward thinking organizations. She d- joins her best friend Lisa in the Truffel Company and committed not only to focusing on her own intimacy and growth, but inspiring other women to give their desires higher priority in their own lives. So, welcome to the show, you three. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for having us. Tonight, we're exploring the Yoni-verse, and we'll get into the details soon about your exciting event, June 14th. But I want to start with, it seems that this whole platform of awakened sexuality and intimacy for, for women and freedom for women... Is something you have in common Um, I want to hear from each of you How you see yourself Personally being involved in that What's the most important part about that mission How about we start with Paula
2: The most important part About that
0: mission Well uh, Let's not move the mic But you can get your your (laughs) beautiful lips closer There we go I've
2: been married Actually tomorrow will be 21 years So I've been married for a long time, three kids, um, running a company, and something got forgotten along the way, which was sex. And I didn't really care. Sex was fine, and I was happy with that. Until Lisa, who you'll meet shortly, showed me that sex could actually be good, like really good, (laughs) like really, really good.
1: Not just fine.
2: Not just fine. And that's sort of where this journey's begun. And now that I've realized that sex can be amazing... I want other women to learn that, too, because I think there's many women out there with my same story. They get busy with life, and sex takes a back seat.
0: Mm -hmm. And Lisa? Hi. Um, Yes. We won't move the mic anymore. We're going to move towards it. All right.
3: Okay. Um, so my story, really quickly, is I've been with the same with my husband for twenty six years. So, same guy, a long time. We're on a third marriage, just um, to the same guy.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think I missed something. Yeah, we, a we third created mar- a third
3: marriage to the same to person. the same person because we've recreated our oh, marriage. Oh, Okay. Twice. Okay. Gotcha. And it's the first time was when I turned forty. And that was when I started having this midlife awakening. And I started realizing there must be more to life than being a mom or, and uh, a develop- real estate developer. So I started experimenting. And I asked myself, what, what kind of drugs can I experiment <laughs> with without overdosing? And naturally, it was cannabis. And I love to to cook and bake, so I started experimenting making chocolate cannabis infused chocolates, and that's how we came up with the name Truffel Truffles for her. It's an aphrodisiac uh, ch- infused tr- chocolate truffle for cannabis curious women to enlighten them about and uh, their sexual pleasure and liberating them about sexuality. Like
0: it ignited our s- mm-hmm. sensual and sexual pleasures. Mm-hmm. And Julia, where are you coming from in this mission? Because I know you're really um, committed.
4: I'm really committed. It seems like it's a bone that I can let go, uh, especially because when I hear over and over stories like, like these ladies were just telling you, I was a single mom, similar story, but I didn't have a partner, but I've given up on sex. And there were six years of my life where I didn't have sex at all, and I just thought that yeah, I can deal with all of that um, there's a lot more juicy <laughs> parts to that story but it, just to make it really brief then I got to a point where everything fell apart and then I started building my life back up from zero and that was all thanks to discovering what's available in my body through my sexuality because sexuality is an incredibly untapped top ta- power Mm -hmm. that uh, men have always been aware of and women are just coming to understand and when we talk about
0: women's pleasure if we really sink into what that means um, for again for each of you what do you think is the most important component for a woman to really uh, surrender and relax into her own pleasure
4: Um, get out of your head Mm -hmm.
2: definitely Definitely, there's there's many many women out there multitasking in the middle of uh, their play sessions and forgetting to be in the present to just enjoy it and take it in and take in all the intimacy for their own pleasure.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is again where I would imagine the idea of um, an aphrodisiac and the cannabis infused chocolate is going to help help you get into the body. It's an edible, so it's not. Yes. Uh, you know. Yes. Yeah, you're just gonna sink in a and little bit. And I mean, bit. just the
2: eating of a chocolate essential right. on its own, let alone getting into your head and being in the moment.
0: hmm
3: Yeah. For me, I, I think it's about removing the inhibitions. Like, I've been with my husband for a long, long time and I've always been afraid of telling him what I want. And, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. So, just having the the travails, uh, it helped me, give me courage mm-hmm. to remove all that, you know, judgment that I have for myself and the shame. And just
0: being so free and open and
3: asking for what it is that I want Mm -hmm.
0: and it's good for him too and it's not like there's a manual Right, no, it's exactly. not like one yeah. woman, and no. therefore we all want the same thing. Because um, as we were talking about uh, before the show started, with men, it's a very simple nerve, mm-hmm. and there's some similarity with women. Just the wiring mm-hmm. is so radically different that each woman's
4: pathway to pleasure is so unique. It's so unique, and one of the major complaints of men is, "Is like, well, what do women want?" Yeah. Right, and, and the, rea- the reality is that we don't know because we've never been told that we have a permission to actually ask or actually know or explore what feels good or it doesn't because we have been given the sex that was given to us Mm -hmm. we accepted and laid down and opened our legs and and accepted what Mm -hmm. men wanted and if along the way we had a bit of pleasure that was great but we never really were because good girls of course don't talk like that or don't um say that, you know, what they want and uh, so, you know, with the, with the exploration we also learn to use the language because men's egos also are huge and women are afraid and they don't want to hurt the, the man's ego so they don't know how to say it in a way that he doesn't get hurt Especially but, when
2: you've been doing the same thing for 20 years
4: Well, there mm-hmm. you go, right? And it's huge because So it would be, and, could and, be per- perceived
0: as criticism Absolutely, now, and it's the, uh, huge for yeah. a
4: man. The, the yeah. major motivator for man is to play Measure a woman and mm-hmm. be a hero to a woman. Right. Andrew knows all about that, and uh, and and because that's really the truth. And and men, what I found in this work are just as innocent as women are in this, because they haven't been taught either. And my my mission is is that we start very early, and when as kids, as boys grow up and they start to be curious, we don't shame them, and we teach them about what. Girls might want, or how do they want to be touched? And that's the big story right now that there is no man, you know, no woman out there. They are saying one in four have been abused, and there is no woman out there who hasn't been touched inappropriately. But why? Because we don't teach the boys. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and there's so much shame around the whole topic. None of it is out in the open. No, nobody
4: wants to talk about this.
0: Yeah.
1: So we are talking about it. And I think it's important that um, we kind of bring a little bit. Um, disclosure to our listeners. Um, If you're listening to our show during the dinner uh, table and there are um, other uh, members of family who you, you as parents may not want to be exposed to it, although we are promoting uh, complete transparency and, and educating young people as early as possible about those topics, but we are just starting. This is We are just scratching the surface of topic of sexuality, universe, pleasure and, and other uh, aspects that are related to it. So I just wanted to make sure that parents are aware that this is just the beginning of endless. Good <laughs> point. Thank you. All right, so the
0: disclaimer has been made. Now I can dive in, right? No, you can. That's okay. Jump.
1: Well, Foolish.
0: you mentioned something, Julia, around um, safety and for a woman to relax. My understanding is that that emotional component of feeling safe is so hooked into freedom it's, to express, it's freedom to well. relax, freedom to everything, and so I wonder. What kind of guidance you might offer our listeners to facilitate safety? Let's specifically look at safety because I'm not sure that that a chocolate's necessarily going to do that. Mm -hmm. There are so many components around Mm -hmm. emotional security that are about the relationship.
4: Well, yeah, Tasha, that's really deep because you know you really tapped into it for women that's one of the m- most important actually is the most important mm-hmm. thing is that they feel safe, and that if once they feel safe. Then they can relax and they can receive because mm-hmm. you cannot receive pleasure if you're tensed up and right. your body will tense up if you're not feeling safe and you know this is actually a really huge topic and how women feel safe. That's a, you know if you don't feel safe with your partner, get out. Um, but I know that with my own mother, she doesn't feel safe with my hus- with my with my dad. Not financially or physically, but emotionally. And so some women are so trapped in their relationship that they are afraid to speak up. I just finished with a group of women, and, and many of them are like, oh, this all sounds great, but I don't know how to speak up. Like, I lost my voice long time ago, and I don't feel safe because they're afraid. So so part of our work is to work with the women separately in groups and, and, and let them overcome some of their emotional traumas that they have accumulated. And once they pass through it, it's, it's deep personal work. It doesn't, mm-hmm. It's not going to happen mm-hmm. overnight. And you're right, the chocolate may not solve it. The chocolate is very helpful... ...to start breathing and and letting it go... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ...because women are tensed up.
0: So do you see sexuality as a portal to healing? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah? And so the entry for anyone listening... ...just stepping towards it beyond even pleasure you are opening Pandora's box because you yes. can't say I'm gonna have all this pleasure, this is gonna be great on it because it's so surface. Like unless you include the depth of the human being and you don't get to pick and choose. When that box is open, you mean you're being authentic and transparent. That's right. So what arises arises and that's scary. Yeah, that's scary it's for scary. a lot of people. That's yeah. very scary. And exciting. It can exciting. be exciting. It's we, exciting. We laugh for us. sometimes yeah. because
2: we, we say we used to walk around with a wrestling bitch
0: face.
4: <laughs> but now that we're enjoying Now
0: sweat, you're laughing a lot. I noticed you're giggling it's resting all over bitch the face place. no
3: more.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and don't we all want that? Like don't we all want that like walking on sunshine and that's really how we feel when we feel met. We feel felt, seen and met. That's right. Can,
0: so on a more superficial level, perhaps, but it's something I've w- always wondered about. And if you guys are the experts, I'm going to ask it. Do you think some women are wired um, to more easily have a vaginal orgasm than others?
4: Yes. Yes. Just absolutely. unequivocal yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: Any stats or science on
4: that? Um. Well, you know, apparently there are 60% of the women can only have orgasm through clitoral stimulation, and there is debate on that whether the clitoris is really just a knob, like, you know, the knob, or, well, I mean, there is actual, it's an actual organ, but there is a debate that, that other types of orgasms, like cervical and vaginal orgasm, are still not part of the clitoral apparatus, hmm. so... You know, there there has been so little studies done on female sexuality, and it's very recent, so I think in the upcoming years, we're going to get really a lot more information on that. We are just, like, scratching literally. The- and I think the important part, though, for women
0: out there listening is to not compare and right. to not feel... I mean, porn, to me, porn, the one thing mm-hmm. that it's done that has not been helpful um, mm-hmm. is given the impression that having an orgasm through intercourse is like the way to go and if it isn't, if that doesn't happen that you're somehow, yes. it's less than yes. or... Yeah. Yes.
3: L- let me share a story yeah. because it is possible if you work at it. So, um I've There's a lady, a woman in our Trafal community who joined the community just coming. She just wanted to come and talk about sex and have a good time at our events, which a lot of women do. But something extraordinary happened for her. She was never able to have a vaginal orgasm. It was all clitoral for her. And then when she started using the Trafalles for sex, it helped her get out of her head. And -hmm. she had vaginal orgasm for the first time. And it was mind-blowing. She was in tears when she told us this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I- even after that, subso- subsequently, she doesn't need Trafal, but because she's gotten there. Mm-hmm. she like, She's gotten out of her. She knows how to get there without it. So that was so satisfying it created for Created the us. path for yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. discover
2: that. But it, when it was the mind, the mind was blocking it.
4: Mm. Yes, yeah. and then when, my, when the mind blocks it And also the body blocks it And you actually have no sensation dar- down there So that's right. really the reality That most women are too numbed out uh, right. Mostly also because they are using vibrators uh, You know, given up and So they become desensitized Desensitized, yeah, yeah. And, it, and the good news is that you can you can resensitize
0: yeah. How the, would you the, do that? Let's just, I, I think women who are the, listening Who do, with, use a lot of
4: vibrators are going, the, hey with, Tell me Yeah, with the lightest touch
0: so you'd have to stop
4: using the vibrator. That's right. For 30 back. days. It's like, you know, it's right. like everything. Our bodies are amazing. They adapt to anything. Right. Bad or good. And, and resensitizing the body. Resensitizing. Touch, touch, touch yourself as light, light as you would touch your eyelid.
0: And feel it. And, and feel enter it. it.
4: And this is totally contrary to what, what people see in porn, which is the rub, rub, rub. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Andrew.
1: I just wanted to go back to the uh, the statistics that you shared with us, Julia, that 60% um, according to some studies of women do not have vaginal orgasm and um, I don't want our listeners to think that this is like a damaged goods and, well, and no. you're uh, kind of um, done for life if you can't or haven't had that. There is a way out, there is a way, uh, there's a learning and process that, uh, that those statistics can change. So I'd like to to make sure that we address that that this is not for life well, but, th- well, th- but, but that th- is th-
4: actually ex- exactly what we are doing uh, to to you know we say those things because this is the the common knowledge out there but but there but that's what exactly what we are trying to do here is mm-hmm. to to make sure that everybody understands that it's everything you can do over and start again.
0: Okay, but we just contradicted ourselves and Mm. any listeners paying attention would have heard that because we basically said that um, women are wired differently. So some women are not as wired for vaginal orgasm and it doesn't mean that they need
1: to be... But they can rewire, that's the point I'm trying to make. Is
4: that what we're saying? Well, okay, so in this work I also noticed that there is a wide range of what's possible Mm -hmm. and for some women it's not possible and it's also because they're not interested in sex at all and not interested in sex at all. And some women are m- way more sexual and for them more exploration will lead more openness and, and they can g- get more ignited. The The pelvic floor is like the roots of the tree. And so nerve endings can end anywhere. So for some women right. it ends in certain areas. Some women are very sensitive anally and that's where, they, that's where they like their stimulation more. So that's again a taboo that we don't talk about. Each individual, just like our fingertips, exactly. is completely. So that's different. what I
0: thought you said the first time. Yeah. But Andrew, what you're saying is that it can be changed, and that's not necessarily the case. It's about being joyful about what is, and fully not about thinking one's better than the other.
1: No, I, I'm, I'm not trying to compare the type of orgasms, which one is better than the other, but uh, I think it's important to, to address this issue that if someone has never achieved uh, vaginal orgasm, um, that doesn't mean that that's going to be the reality for the rest of their lives. That, uh, and uh, we talked about, just uh, before coming to the studio, about Naomi's uh, Wolf um, book, vagina, who uh, addresses specifically that issue, uh, where women who have, uh, during their um, um, birth uh, process, when uh, pregnancy and birth, uh, uh, the procedure was uh, done in such a way that cut some of the nerve endings and uh, uh, completely um, numbed out their ability to have sensation in, in their sexual orgasm. And through specific processes, exercises, they were able to rewire and have orgasms again, even though it was mechanically severed. That uh, the, the, the pathway to that so I think that's, that's an important distinction that there is uh, not 100% of women m- may uh, achieve that but there is a process, there are exercises, there is a pathway that um, those statistics can be changed That that's the point mm-hmm. I want to make.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I think the, the most important part is that whoever is listening right now that we don't compare because I think comparison is yes. just not helpful it's at all, right? Yeah. No.
4: Yeah, well that's, that's, how I, that's why I like to think about it as the, the roots of the tree. We are completely different right. from each other right. and, and again it's your choice. You know, as Andrew was saying, it's scientifically and it's, it, it's possible, but you may not be interested in doing it. That doesn't mean it's not possible.
2: And, and not only in the way that you that you experience an orgasm, but in the way that you experience sensuality is so different. Um, like in our events, it's been fascinating to see how similar and how textbook we are in some ways, but so different in so many other ways of how how we get lit up and what we enjoy.
4: That's right. Some people want to be touched lightly, and other, for other people, being touched lightly is creepy. And or uh, foreplay, or... Yes, exactly. So right. you
0: know, candles, laundry. Mm-hmm. So I know in some of your um, literature, you talk about living a life orgasmically. What does that mean oh, for all of you? what you paint that picture? How, how, how does one live orgasmically? I think we're
3: finally living the life that we've desired, as you know, prior to our awakening. There was a life that we thought we could never have because of our responsibilities with kids and husbands and everything. But you know what? It is possible to have it all.
2: Yes. Well, I remember when I was first awakened, it was very funny. I started to look on the streets, and I'm like, people have sex. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone is having sex. And I can't believe I didn't know this. I mean, I was having my my regular marital sex, but I just didn't think of the world as a sexual place. It was the first time that it glowed with sex for me.
4: <laughs> yes, exactly. So the the world lit, lights up, the colors look brighter, the food tastes better, everything looks brighter. And scientifically, the story is that there are six different types of hormones are mm. are injected in your brain and and floods your system that makes you feel that way. So there's no need for antidepressants. If so we, so it's a way, a path to a healthier, happier, of, joyful yes, life. Yes, there is, there is a scientific explanation yeah. for feeling good. Right. It's all the serotonin and, and everything else, all the goodies, the oxytocin, all of that one, wonderful hormones that makes us feel better and more connected to, not just to each other, but the life around us. The birds sound better. The li- life right. just becomes so much right. so much more joyful and alive.
0: So we have to take a short break. We're going to come back and talk about your event again June 14th and um, to kind of dive into the specifics of what people can expect if they come out that night. You're listening to Conscious Living Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver.
5: yeah I'm talking all time. all time I'm talking worldwide worldwide, worldwide, worldwide. don't you waste some other girls, girl's cuz Cause Cause once you wear my love there will never be enough never be enough cuz I
0: back conscious living radio 100.5 fm i don't know if you heard us all giggling there but we uh missed the end of that song because we're having so much fun in here okay so we are talking about an event coming up june 14th and you gals are calling it the liberation lab which i love i love that that term so tell us about that and who it's for well, we, we hold quite a few
2: Liberation Labs to, because part of uh, for women to enjoy sex, for many of us, it began by talking about sex. So when we talk and we learn about sex, we want to have sex, and then we have sex and we want more sex. Mm-hmm. So the Liberation Labs are, are a really great place for women to start learning because, as we said earlier, we don't always know what we want. Um, for us, we were taught that what you want is to please your man, and if he comes, you did a good job. And now we're learning that's not where it ends. There's a lot more to it. So these labs have been fantastic in teaching us techniques. Um, The lab that we have coming up, Explore Your Yoniverse, is a level two lab that Julie will be leading and it's going to be very, very racy. Yes.
4: (laughs) Yes, and and, um, part of the important thing is and as you were saying that when women talk about sex then they want to have sex so sex starts for women way before you enter the bedroom mm-hmm. and it's a mindset and that is also a really important part for men to understand that you know it's not like you know they come home and then they feel frisky it's like if i'm upset with you from 2 days ago for whatever then kind of my body will not respond and and it's how to keep that fuel constantly going and and you know being kind and sweet and affectionate to each other throughout the week, busy week if you're not having sex every day and then you are you know you're you're already ready when the time comes you look forward to it and and so you use the word ready which was one of my questions of
0: literally how can you tell when a woman's ready i mean with a man it's obvious he has an erection mm-hmm. how can you tell with a woman when she's actually ready
4: yeah well well many times of course men don't know and you know if they learn from porn which is most men that's how they know, they do a rubbing and they think that the woman is wet and now it's ready and and she's ready for for um penetration, penetration. and that's the usual sex that we normally been told that that's okay and you know and Truth to be told, some women really like that, and they are okay with that. But what happens to the vast majority who is not okay with that, and and how do we know that a woman is ready? So, the, so according to statistics, when they actually were testing this, it, the average is 40 m- minutes of foreplay. So in order for the woman to get out of her head, to drop the do, to-do list, right. the shopping list, to actually start feeling her body and to warm her system up, you know, with kissing, with caressing, with massage, with just whatever it takes uh, for a couple to be able to do that, and, and then she's more open to receive.
1: An uh, average uh, long, uh Time that average couple makes love is only seven minutes. I think. Yeah, exactly. So thank you, <laughs> right. thank
4: you, Andrew. And that's really the statistics out there, right? right, right. Because that's how long gonna, it takes for a, take, it over. takes for a man to you know to uh, have penetration and orgasm, and then when it's over, then women are just barely it's like you know. And I remember that it's like this is it, uh, and and then what? And then you now you have to pretend that you're, it was okay and he was great.
0: Well, I never did that much of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So on the 14th, what day of the week is that, by the way? Friday. It's a Friday. Perfect. What else will women learn? Will you be getting into some of the specifics of how to um, open and be ready?
4: Yes. um, There are are specific techniques um, that I've, studied and learned and and really when i first was exposed to it uh um my boyfriend at the time he said you know let's just do it you're not going to wrap your head around it but uh and and i and i watched the tech talks uh, uh around it um and uh and it i found it very interesting but you really need um th- to be at the right moment in your life to be able to open to this and uh, and get ready because the fear that holds people back of trying something new and this is completely new um, and it's so contrary to what we usually do uh, in our regular you know love making or how we approach each other and so we will teach this uh, this specific i, I don 't want to you know add techniques to the word but it 's a practice that uh, that is very different and it and it focuses on the on the women there has been lots of studies so this has been very well documented and many thousands of people are already doing this practice and uh, for whom it works it does miracles it has changed my life and this is literally the reason why i 'm here today because I had no idea this was available to me I had no idea this was possible for me so we 've got to give them a little bit more because we we're saying this yeah. and it and okay so what's it called well it's called orgasmic meditation Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a it's it's a light clitoral stimulation um, and with a partnered practice. So that's part of what we are going to show, and we are also going to uh, show women how to s- and the importance of self pleasuring as well. So with the with the with the orgasmic meditation, that's a specific spot, a one o'clock position on the left hand side, left hand quadrant <laughs> of the clitoris. If you want it to be specific, okay. <laughs> that's pretty specific. Okay, okay. Um, and then we are also going to show women. Uh, multiple ways of of uh, stimulation a blended orgasm so how to find the G-spot how to do multi- uh, how to also have blended orgasm with clitoral and G-spot stimulation and also um, give attention to the labia the outer and the inner labia which, which often gets completely neglected right, there's lots of wiring there's there lots there of too. wiring there. Yeah. there's lots of wiring in the introitus as well so we will be showing how to do a yoni massage yoni being being the sacred Portal. So, this is an all women event. Just yes. for,
0: for listeners out there going, you're going to do what? Already yes. freaking out. Um, again, back to safety, I think it's really important that people understand that everyone involved um, has a high degree of integrity. Absolutely. And, and who are, you, you're, exactly. I know you three are focused on. Um, Com- and committed to safety and that feeling of, Absolutely. of security. Absolutely. Right?
4: That, that, yeah. That's the field that we are in, and this is uh, paramount uh, anytime when you are entering sexuality, yeah. but especially now that we are embarking in this really dangerous field where, where women are coming out more and more, how they don't feel safe. So it's, it's a big subject, and we are just starting, and I'm really excited about the future. How large will this gathering be? Well, Do you have uh, a cap? Yeah,
2: we, we we cap it at twenty because it, it provides a more intimate setting. Mm-hmm. Women feel safer, and and it creates more of a cohesion among the women that are there.
0: And where will it be?
3: It's on the website. Yes, it's on the website. But it's it's going to be South Gravel. Yeah, it's settings. a
0: it's a beautiful home. Yeah, in we, So, so again, you're not in a hall. You're no, not. You know, I'm just yeah, trying no, to No, it's, it's, inti- it's
4: intimate beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. it's intimate.
0: Yes,
2: intimate. we we'll, we'll have uh, some beautiful snacks. Yes. And, and
0: you'll be offering your truffle. Of course, yes. yes. So that
3: is that is a big thing for a lot of women is
0: mm-hmm. to know that they're going to be able to come
3: and, and have that as a free gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, it's, um, it's an, it really truly gets you out of your head. Mm-hmm. And for them to have it in the beginning of our party, it really breaks down a lot of barriers. And it's a, a beautiful beginning to lots of provocative conversations that we're going to have.
0: What do you see the spiritual component to all of this um, how do you see that portal?
4: Well, the yoni is the sacred portal and uh, and and not just for men and f- not just for women but also for men for both uh, sexes, our sexuality has has been completely repressed, and our power has been taken away and this and where we are sitting is the sake is the sacred point where we are connected to the earth and this is where we we draw our energy from the earth and this creative center has been completely neglected once it gets empowered and and the power of your own sexuality given back to you and this is what these ladies and hope we all of us are talking about mm-hmm. then literally you are you feel more connected to the world around you and the universe around you and you will get more information as you are moving through your life uh, spiritually um, it, it's 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 a, it's really magical, and also as far as bringing the future um, into reality as well. Um, a lot of women walk around and they ask their pussy first what she wants before they go to their head.
2: <laughs> and a lot of the women that we deal with are, are um, they're similar to us. They're they're working women. They're suburb moms. There's not a lot of heavy spiritual time, but this connects you to it, it, make, it in- increases your intimacy, and it, it brings you to a more joyous place in your life.
0: Yeah. I think bottom line, too, it would be really hard to be in mask. This is the spiritual component for me because for me, authenticity is spirituality yeah. and when the guard is dropped, the mask yes. is dropped and you are really being real you're connected. How and can you, you feel, not be?
4: You feel one. And then, and then you're one. Yeah. That oneness and yeah. now again science have proven because I like to go back to science yeah. um, <laughs> um, because, because otherwise they just think this is all woo woo and we just came up with this stuff and science is catching up to religion and, and as soon as science catches up then we actually have a, a ground to walk on and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 have more power, so the parietal lobe of the brain is responsible for feeling that oneness, and that gets that's that flow state that we mm-hmm. are talking about.
2: And, and what you say about authenticity, we've seen that it's been actually the most beautiful thing we've seen is women who come very closed. Mm-hmm. And they see us be vulnerable and share our stories. And I mean, when Lisa first started sharing her stories, and she didn't ever talk about sex before then, right. I was flabbergasted. I grew up talking at least with my girlfriends, but she if she felt safe to talk about it publicly and now on radio, I could talk about it. <laughs> and then other women started to talk about it. And within our community, women are sharing... Things that are intimate well beyond sex. Mm-hmm. Their marital issues, their careers, their fears. It, it's just extended so much more to s- such deep vulnerabilities. And it all stemmed, though, from, from the sensuality.
4: Mm-hmm. And giving, giving, giving women the permission, the permission to do so.
1: I would like to invite you to paint a picture of the world where um, 50% of our population women are empowered inspired, they are sexually active, they are uh, res- um, having this beautiful experience in their partnerships, how would that world look like and how would that impact the other aspects of life, obviously relationship, family, uh, health, but I, I, w- I want you to really put uh, lots of thoughts into the painting the entire world, how would that be different from where we're living right now? <laughs>
3: resting bitch face no more (laughs) hashtag
2: there is also and something that we weren't taught is how much power women have in their sexuality even being with the same man for 21 years I can I I realize that my sex has power Um, I mean we, we joke but I have a bank account of blowjobs <laughs> mm. you know he, he'll do things for me and he just puts that in the bank account it's it's a really big debt but the point is that it's playful and it's around sexuality and the power that women can have with it you know in, in a kind way not in a not, I'm not talking in a, in not, in a using
1: sexuality not as an abuse but
2: yeah it's, it's, it's silly it's tongue in cheek but, but we've been taught so much to repress our sexuality, and not to use its power. And that's been a really interesting thing to discover with it, and
4: that could change the world as well. Could influence really good mm-hmm. decisions.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. The world the world that I see, and I do have this vision, and I don't know if it's going to come around in my lifetime, but I believe that once women are empowered, we will le- reach world peace. Because... There is no well-loved woman will ever send her son or daughter to war. And I truly believe that if women have that kind of power within the family and within the society, that they actually have a voice and they can speak out of their pussy, which Mm is where they created life and where all joy comes from and their connectedness to the whole world around them, they will have the strength to stand up to the egotistical consumerism of how the, how the world has been exploited completely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, is, that, is what, that is my hope.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I think if women are able to put themselves mo- first more uh, than we currently are in, in our world, it will be a much happier place. We'll have, husbands will be happier. The kids will be happier. There will be less resentment. And just all around, I agree, there's going to be world peace.
0: Well, I'm going to give it a shot being female. As well. Nice. Um, I'm going esoteric though because I wanted to talk about Naomi Wolf's book anyway, and this is from her book, so I'm just going to read it because it totally sings to my heart. Um, so her latest book is Outrageous Sex. Censorship and the criminalization of love. And she says, female sexual pleasure, rightly understood, is not just about sexuality or just about pleasure. It serves also as a medium of female self knowledge and hopefulness, female creativity and courage, female focus and initiative, female bliss and transcendence, and as a medium of sensibility that feels very much like freedom. To understand the vagina properly is to realize that it is not only coextensive with the female brain, but it is also essentially part of the female soul. Wow. Isn't that great?
4: Wow. Absolutely.
1: So yeah. And in, in her books, she also quotes many stories of um, very powerful women that we know from the history whose um, life has drastically changed, their creativity, their power, their influence in the world has changed. The minute they met someone who's um, uh, uh, introduced them or allowed them or expressed uh, the sexual connection uh, improved and their life, entire life changed uh, around. So there's, there's almost like a tangible, measurable time in their life when their sex changed and their entire life changed.
4: Absolutely. We, we, that, experience that. Yeah. <laughs> we That's us. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> <you. laughs> so we
0: only have a couple of more minutes. I'd like you to invite in your own way, what would you say to women listening out there to invite them to your event? What's well, important from your heart to theirs?
1: We didn't talk about mm. price yet.
0: <laughs> it's all on our website, www.consciouslivingradio.org, www. oh, okay. and also you gals can give your website... Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, we're actually offering a promo to all the mm-hmm.
3: listeners today. There's a discount code called Yoni Y O N I to um, get additional twenty dollars off the okay. event.
4: And also uh, for those who come, uh, I also have a, a the Yoni massage video that they will get as a bundle uh, for that's the awesome. event. So they get the truffles, they get um, a video of how
0: to do this massage at home. home. Yeah. Well. And they get tons of education, they yes. get a demonstration, yes. they get connection, and socialization. Yeah, there'll be food and drinks. And food and on,
4: drinks. On, <laughs> honestly, honestly, at times, I, you know, people are saying, like, when I say about what we do, it's like, I don't know how come people are not lining around the block. And I think it's fear that's holding people back. So we're going to keep doing this until... Everybody gets a chance. Well, and and I'll speak for um, or try to imagine if someone who is
0: contracted around all this. I, I'd love for you to when you're inviting them to come, r- offer some reassurance about their own freedom to participate to whatever extent Look, or oh, it, oh, yeah, you know just just give them. Because for people not familiar well, with well, they this, don't. They,
4: they, there's no pressure on them. It's it's basically girls getting together, having fun. Yeah. yeah. And in
0: terms of the
3: demonstration, it's only Julia doing the demo. That's right. So there's nobody else. Yeah, is, nobody, nobody else, else would be pressured to do anything. That's it's a fully clothed event. Great. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I was looking for. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's true.
2: We we, we ran into our earlier uh, liberation labs. A lot of people said, "Oh, we thought it was an orgy." It's like,
0: no, it's an educational event. It's not an orgy <laughs> with chocolates and <laughs> yummy things and cool people.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> okay. And your
0: heart to the women listening just a couple of sentences
4: and then we're going to have to wrap it up we could have talked forever about all this Mm -hmm. but yeah be open be open for change it's around the corner
2: i would say anyone can enjoy um intimacy and sexual pleasures don't think you're dead yet
3: (laughs) (laughs) yes uh be curious and you deserve you deserve it so
0: come learn and grow with us Awesome. It's been a real pleasure having you gals on. Thank you.
4: Thank Great you. fun. Thank you. And for again, you oh, tell
0: them um, one more time, your websites and where they oh, can fine. find out more about you personally. Yes. Okay. So, our yeah, we're on trafel.com, T-R-U-F-E-L-L-E.com,
3: and our stories are there, our events are there. You can find out about us. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram uh, at trafel
4: my website is soulsexy.life and also juliacovacs.com and all the information is there as well and there's also a Facebook group that's really popular, soulsexy.life where I talk about all kinds of information lots mm-hmm. of free stuff there And this is for
0: single women, women in relationship Everyone People who are considering themselves women but may not quite be there yet Absolutely. or what, whatever no. it is, no wide open right? No
1: age limit,
5: no. 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 No age limit. Okay.
0: And, and for partners Down or up <laughs> no, that doesn't yeah. for or partners man. listening what would you say to encourage them to drive Sinper. their women oh my gosh the
3: men it's the husbands that thank us they're the ones that write to thank us because <laughs> the more turned on she is the better it is for him
1: Yes. <laughs> I just want to also for you to tell to give us a, an, an idea of, of the future. This is a second, you said, uh, advanced level uh, of the events that yeah. you're producing. It's a level what two event. Level two event. So what, what happens what after we level two? In, Well,
4: what in all, there could be level three. Well, I, I'm envisioning level five and six <laughs> and seven, actually.
2: <laughs> level one is safe. It's pr- fairly easy for us to get an audience. Level two, we're, I'm very curious to see how many uh, how many women will, will brave be brave enough. Yes,
4: yeah. yes. we are brave enough. And then once you know, once we have a, a committed community who wants to grow, we would like to continue this community to actually expand and experience more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new world, opening the doors to a whole new world. And how does it connect, just
0: before we wrap, uh, with the whole um, Me Too movement and everything that you see going on globally, internationally well, that's, with women that, in these that's days? that's hand in
4: hand, what you talked about, the safety. The more we create safe spaces for women to speak up and be in solidarity, once we actually voiced our grievances, then, then what? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to alienate the man, we still want love, mm-hmm. and therefore we need to know how to love ourselves, and then how to then ask to be loved. Exactly. Have we missed anything? I think we covered it for now. I think <laughs> it's we've been covered fun. it. So
0: come on out, it's June 14th, and again, all the information's on ConsciousLivingRadio.org. We've been speaking with Julia Kovacs. Lisa Chan, and Paula Castilian. Come to the Liberation Lab and enjoy yourselves. You've been listening to Conscious Living Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver. I'm Tasha Sims. Good night.
5: (laughs) Broken home, baby. I can never blame you No one ever taught you how to love right No one ever taught you how to stand by When it's uphill And more times this love is just uphill Mm -hmm. You're always fighting something You never stop running You don't even bother trying to keep a smile Let me take your bags, boy, let me try We might be alright Perfect ain't coming But we'll be alright You just gotta Just gotta love